0: everyone, Michael Unger here with another episode of Let's Innovate, a BC Science Fair Foundation podcast where we uncover the passion behind great ideas. And this season, we've been going back to talk to past participants in science fairs to get their perspective on their experience and find out where their passions lie. And today I'm super excited to be joined by Andrew Schultz, who's currently working as a paramedic in Northern British Columbia. Uh, hey, Andrew, thanks for coming on the show. Hey there, Michael. How
1: are you doing today?
0: I'm great. Um, So we're going to hear about your experience. You're currently working as a paramedic. So first off, I just want to start there. Of course, you know, we're still in a pandemic. Um, Life must be so challenging. But you know, what is life like for you right now?
1: Yeah, so it's pretty busy. Um, uh, As you mentioned, I am working as a full-time paramedic here in Northern BC, as well as uh, just finishing up my thesis for my master's at UNBC
0: here in Prince George. Okay, so what are you working on your master's? Yeah, so my master's
1: research is actually on, it's with um, the British Columbia Emergency Health Services, and it's looking at the community paramedicine program and how community paramedicine um, both perceives um, the status of chronic conditions among rural populations, as well as the impact that that program has had. And then kind of the little added special treat on the top was the impact of COVID on their practice. So I'm just wrapping that project up right now.
0: Wow, amazing. So let's go back. I mean, was this something that you always wanted to do as a kid? Um like were you inspired by paramedics when you were a young kid? Like tell us um what uh this, where this journey started for you. I have I come from a family of kind of uh paramedics.
1: Not not, some, not so much healthcare, I guess, but just uh paramedics in general. And as well as science fair. Science fair really inspired kind of getting into the world of, of health and, and healthcare services. Um, and, and it's my, my current research is actually rooted in my science fair uh, projects around diabetes care and management. So that's kind of where it all started. And then um, from there, I got into firefighting um, when I was 15, 16 in the junior program. And then from there, just kind of evolved while I was in university and exploring health and healthcare services and healthcare systems. And, the, and really, my, my focus has always been on rural and remote populations as, as somebody who grew up in a rural community
0: talk a bit about that i mean when you say that you grew up in a family of paramedics are you talking like your your mom your dad your <laughs> your your sister like well, like what are we talking about here
1: yeah yeah so my dad uh, was a former paramedic um as well as kind of my uncle and then um my aunt who came into the picture but again like it wasn't super uh, well like we weren't like a healthcare family per se. my mom's a teacher, and my dad my <laughs> yeah. dad works in Um, so he did it part time and now I just kind of did it when i when I came into university um, in, in my third year of my undergraduate and uh, started to get into it and just i I've always loved it um, like I, as I mentioned, I used yeah. to firefight, so that was uh that was kind of got the spark going in it in, in a sense um, and then as well, just looking at um, some of the the challenges of rural and remote areas, particularly around staffing. Um, and shortages of practitioners and people to serve. So I actually returned back to my home community when I when I started with paramedicine, just to help out in the community. And, and from there, it just kind of took off. And
0: yeah.
1: my undergrad, my, my focus was in rural and remote health um, and healthcare services with a sub-focus in rural and Indigenous populations. And now my master's is, is um, in community and population health. And then obviously focusing more on the rural side with the community paramedicine program. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's um, that's kind of where we started. Then I can get back into the science fair, kind of how that was rooted in there, if we want
0: to. Yeah, let's go back. So where did your science fair uh, journey start? Yeah, so I was a science fair kid. I will fully admit that.
1: <laughs> I'm very <laughs> proud of that. Um, and, and everybody should be. I grew up doing science fairs. My mom has pictures of me when I was in, like, grade two with, you know, the little box a shoebox car with the little lights on it and all kinds of stuff and, <laughs> yeah oh yeah we, we were a major science fair family i did a variety of projects up until about grade let's say probably about grade seven grade eight where i finally kind of focused in on health um particularly um diabetes that was kind of the interest of mine My i have a family history of diabetes and that was kind of what inspired that um in looking at you know rural and remote areas seeing how people you know the management of these chronic conditions such as diabetes is not great in these rural areas and there's a multitude of factors that play into that like you know lack of consistency in healthcare providers um high turnover all these all these sort of things a lack of uh, available resources these sorts of things all impact that so i really looked at how how are these conditions being managed so i had a project regarding um, the impact of shift work on diabetes care and management mm-hmm. um and another one um on the like the effects of diabetes on memory um, and how people's short-term memory was being impacted um, by their care and management of their condition. And then kind of the, uh, my, my big final project was regarding um, diabetes care and testing and looking at how different cleaning solutions for the, for the hands prior to testing uh, your sugar levels impacted the results of the glucometer that spit out your number.
0: Yeah, amazing. I can really see this connection, you know, to what you're doing now and what you were doing back then. But I'm really curious because you said that you were a science fair kid. So I'm, I'm curious to unpack what that means. Like, what does that mean when you say you're a science fair kid? Like, a lot of people that I've talked to on this podcast, you know, either say their par- their teachers made them do it, like their parents made them do it. This was going to be good for their careers. It's a stepping stone. But it sounds like what you're telling me is that this was something you were just drawn to, like it, science fair, and you kind of fit. Could you maybe talk about that and where that connection is?
1: What I really mean in that is that in, in, at its core, science fair was a was a sport for us. It was. It was a year-round activity that, you know, as soon as we were finishing the last project, we would start the next one. But I mean, like, it, it was yeah. a really good fit for us. Both my sister and I were were both heavily involved in science first and participating in them. And I think that there was this, always this curious lens that we always had. And and quite honestly, like, I, I was into sports, but I wasn't super into sports per se. Um, And I really found that more, like, academic stream of exploring something and really trying to search to make a difference. That's something that's always really inspired me. And whatever I've... Whatever I've done, and 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 just helping people, making sure that people can live, you know, a good, healthy, happy life, and and you know, helping people achieve that in in whatever small or or you know, seemingly minute or, or insignificant way, um, but but really helping them in achieving a, a level of of self management, a, a level of consistency, a level of feeling like somebody cares about them and cares about their how they're doing. You know, and coming back to the whole idea of being a science fair kid, I, I, yeah. it was just like this, like it was almost an addiction in a sense, I want to say. <laughs> um, a very healthy addiction at that, I'll say. Um, you know, in that we were just, there was always another project. There was always another thing that we could have looked at. There was always mm-hmm. another thing we had in mind. And yeah, like I mentioned, I, I did a variety of projects. I looked at Windchill um, and worked with Environment Canada on that. There, there are a multitude of different things that people can get into. And like my sister, for instance, was looking at snails. I would have never thought of these silly little snails called limonee Yet she took this super interesting approach on this and looked at swimmer's itch and all this different stuff. It was so cool. The other thing that I found really interesting within that is, is the level of support you can receive if you seek out, um, you know, different people in the field, experts in the field, yeah. even companies in the field. So, on my final couple of projects, I actually received support from both Bayer and BD Canada, two of the largest medical, you know, manufacturers in this in, in the world. They sent me out glucometers and test strips, and different cleaning, you know, cleaning solutions and, and alcohol swabs and all these sorts of things. Mm. It, it was so cool to see that uh, that that willingness to support.
0: Yeah, and what you're saying is that this experience. And I've heard a couple things open has opened you up to a to the world at large. Like you're investigating these ideas and you're using Science Fair as that conduit, as that extra curricular thing outside of your school to continue that journey of exploration. And, you know, you're in Northern British Columbia, which is is essentially it's a very remote community. What was that experience like living up there? And did Science Fair kind of like help? opened up those greater global doors for you a hundred percent
1: a hundred percent so i grew up in a town of just under a thousand people yeah it, we we were in a small remote community called well not remote but rural at the very least of fraser lake yeah we were one of the few people that kind of continued on with the science fair and yeah i mean like it was a little bit of a push to you know get support i guess at the school level and that and say like hey this is really important for people to be doing this we should all be doing this and, you know, I must say that when we got to the district and the, the school district was super supportive and super on board with things and and saying, hey, yeah, we will include you. We will run a district fair. We will do things that are going to support this process. And then as well, like here in Prince George with the um, the Central Interior Science Exhibition, SISEE, and, and the work of, you know, I, I can think of Mrs. Corbin, Angela Corbin, Pat Often when she was working, um, Westside Academy, all these different groups that were really pushing and and the support of UNBC with Todd Whitcomb and all these different guys that were willing to, you know, really step beyond, um, you know, their their role and and, and ensure that students received um, the the opportunity to participate in these things because they they saw the value in them. I think that a lot of it comes back to, um, Mm -hmm. you know, there is some inspiration among oneself and to do it. um, But when you really are, are immersed in it, and you're, you're coming up with ideas on your own, and you're really interested in the ideas, it doesn't seem like a burden, or it doesn't seem like a, a job. It's something that you're really, truly interested in to want to explore.
0: Oh, this is amazing, Andrew. Um, you know, I'm really curious to hear what you, the next step is for you, because you're still doing your master's, you're working as a paramedic. Um, do you have any um, any goals for what you uh, might want to do after?
1: It was interesting because I, um, when, I, when I went into a university, I, I initially kind of went in and I was very much focused on
0: like, oh, I wanted to be a, a doctor and
1: I wanted to, you know, just do practice and medical practice in particular. But then I, I, then I really saw the world of research and saw the world of, you know, basically continuing <laughs> almost with like bigger and more sophisticated science for projects at their core you come up, We follow the same process, we do the same thing when we're developing our projects and conducting them. And I mean, quite honestly, it just sparked my interest in that. And then I followed this path down. So really, when I when I reflect on it, and think about the future, I want to continue with this stuff. So my goal is ultimately to get into some sort of research role or quality evaluation or quality improvement role within the healthcare system. Um, per, it would be particularly interesting to stay within paramedicine, as I find, you know, that Incredibly interesting, and I and I see in doing this project the potential of paramedicine, something that we often view as just you know pre-hospital emergency care, but has now branched into you know this this more primary care role and is making a significant impact on the health and outcomes of rural and remote populations. You know there is so much potential in the in in this world of health and the innovations that we're coming up with, particularly among rural populations, is huge. So I'd love to continue on with that role and and kind of see, um, see see where to go from there.
0: <laughs> awesome. This is amazing, Andrew. Uh, you really sound like the Science Fair experience has really helped you along, and and it sounds like you're a part of the, your community, and I'm sure your community is very proud of you uh, as we are here at the, uh, the Science Fair Foundation. I've got a couple other uh, rapid-fire questions for you if you're up for them. Yeah, for sure. All right, first one up for you, Andrew. If you could have dinner... Or talk to someone one on one, live or dead. Who would it be? So you know,
1: one of the things that I I really reflect on, and I, I listen to quite a few podcasts um, from a variety of people, but the one person that has really inspired me, and I've been listening to for a number of years, is Dr. Brian Goldman. He's an emergency physician in Ontario, mm. and he runs the White Coat Black Art podcast, as well as the Bills podcast, which he developed during COVID. And just having the opportunity to sit down with him and listening, having listened to him for a number of years now and and just his wisdom and knowledge on so many different topics and and his advocacy and writing um on you know the patient experience the importance of kindness the importance of compassion in care beyond just you know the medical procedures and the emergency things and the crisis situations and all these things but really stepping beyond that he has a number of books on on kindness and that sort of thing i highly recommend that people um that people read into those because yeah, they they really offer a a different perspective on things. So I'd love to sit down with Dr. Goldman.
0: Okay. Well maybe we'll tag him uh, when we put this on social and maybe he'll reach out to you to get him, uh, (laughs) get get you on his podcast. That would be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Last question up. If you have any advice for future science fair participants, what would you say?
1: I would say, um, you know, really think of what interests you, whether that be sports, whether that be the environment, whether that be health, whatever that might be. Think about that and then look around you and really look and see of like, okay, what can I actually make a difference in? How can I, how might I be able to make a difference in my community or my my school or my family or whatever that might be? And and find something that you are truly passionate about. It's funny, you know, when my mom, when I talk to my mom, she always says, you know, I always since you always started Science for you, you're so passionate about rural and remote health. It was kind of weird. I was a 14-year-old kid talking about diabetes care and management like who does yeah. this sort of thing but finding that passion and that drive is so 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 important and i think you know i think if anybody if, if anybody were to take anything out of this is is just find that
0: wonderful great uh, message to leave on and you thank you so much for joining us on let's innovate yeah it's
1: absolutely my pleasure thank you so much for having me michael i really appreciate the opportunity
0: all right. For all you listening, thank you uh, for joining us on this episode. If you want to hear more from us, you can go to our website, sciencefairs.ca. The Youth Innovation Showcase is coming back. Registration opens August 15th. If you've got a science fair project that you want to keep uh, keep going with, uh, check that out on our website. You can also follow along on social media at Youth Innovation Showcase on Instagram, Youth Innovation on Twitter. I'm on there as well, Michael John Unger, Instagram, Michael Janger, Twitter. Until next time, folks, let's innovate. Thank you.